And we are back with another episode of Straight People, the podcast for straight people by queer people, because straight people don't have what? Enough. They don't have enough. They rule the planet. They control all the political systems and all the resources. Um, but now we have this cute little podcast to talk about straight culture, if it even exists. Uh, we are joined uh, this week with uh, our guest, uh, one of my favorite people um, in comedy and uh, just in general, uh, Lucy Sinsheimer. Sinsheimer. There you go. Ah, it's okay. You got Sinsheimer. there. Sinsheimer. Uh, welcome. Uh, we're actually in the Zanies condo on location in Nashville, Tennessee, um, sitting six feet apart, wearing seven masks. So don't even worry about it. <laughs> So welcome. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a lovely day. It's beautiful outside. It is. I had a green juice, and by green juice, I mean Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> so I'm feeling it. Um, Lucy, this is a podcast about straight people. I'm going to set my little timer because we try to do sure. just a, a quick little 20 minutes because I am not Joe Rogan, and I'm not <laughs> even trying to be Joe Rogan. I mean, I would like to Joe Bo- Rogan to book me and to yeah. listen to my podcast, but... I don't have four hours to talk Nobody about. Nobody should have four hours yeah. to talk about anything. <laughs> I don't want to have four hours to talk about ayahuasca and libertarian <laughs> uh, talking points. But So tell me, how do you identify? I identify... I, you know, this is such an annoying answer. I'm going to be that person that's like, <laughs> I don't like labels. But You're like, on the wrong I would podcast. say romantically, I have only dated men. But when it comes to like attraction, I would say attracted to both. But I don't want to like take the label of bi and have somebody be like, well, you've never dated a girl. No, I appreciate it. I yeah. like to me, like the more people that identify as bi, that just adds to our numbers. Yeah. To the alphabet people, yeah. if I'm going to use Dave Chappelle's. Um, label for us, the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, the, I like to think of myself as a person of letters, not an alphabet person. But no, that's great. And bisexuality is uh, is in itself its own spectrum. Where sure. there's like to me, I don't know if I would identify as bi, but I have several long term relationships with women that are as important as the. Um, romantic and physical relationship I have with men, if that sure. makes sense. Sure, yeah, that it? makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's awesome. So uh, we're going to call you bi. Sure. And um, that's cool. Um, we love that. Um, there's a lot of bisexual people who come on, uh, come out on this show. So we've had a few. <laughs> so this is awesome. Um, so tell me, like, what happens with a lot of with a lot of queer people is is that they have a moment of realizing, oh, I'm not 100 percent straight. So talk to me a little bit about that, or you can talk to me about. Like as a, uh, when you're born, you think you're straight and everything's perfect, and then you you're really not truly straight until you know that there's this thing called queerness or, or gayness. You know what I mean? Sure. So maybe tell me about the first gay person you've ever met. Oh or... gosh, my whole high school experience was just all of my friends were gay. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I I did theater, so you know you're just kind of in that community. Um, but I remember I have an older brother, and he I remember once in high school he was just like. It's so weird that you always have guys spend the night. 
And I was like, yeah, well, they're all gay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're sharing a bed, yeah. but uh, no, none of that's going on. But right. uh, We're sharing our lives and a bed, but yeah, nothing else is going exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I've just been around gay people pretty much since middle school, high yeah. school. Um, and I've always just felt an instant connection to gay men specifically. Yeah. That's uh, kind of how I felt when I met you. It's like yeah. I already knew you. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. You know, I just feel like I've always had such a huge connection to gay men. Yeah. Just love you guys. That's I awesome. mean, you're just better well, than every, everybody. Well, <laughs> we have our own work to do, especially yeah. gay white men. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Of course. But yeah, of yeah. course. Um, but other than, but I agree with everything else. Just yeah. wasn't asked. <laughs> but yeah. um, so, how long have you been booking? You, you're, you're. Is it? Uh, can we talk about that? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. I so, mean, I've been at Zanies for almost seven years. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. Seven years, August first. Wow. Well, congratulations on that. Thank first you. Of all. Talk to me a little bit about like, because I mean, seven years ago was even different in terms of sure. like, like I feel like that we're kind of like on the cusp of like kind of almost an explosion of queer comedy. Oh, There's yeah. so many queer comics and like who are rising in the ranks. So I talk to me a little bit about like, you know, some of who your favorite queer comics are and uh, just like the differences in audiences. So like this if you... This is funny. Yeah. So this isn't necessarily a queer comic, but she was like my intro to queer comedy and women in comedy. The first comedy show I ever went to, I was in, I want to say 10th grade. Okay. And me and my best friend and her mom drove to Durham from Charlotte. So it was like three or four hours to cool. see Kathy Griffin. Oh yeah, absolutely. And she was literally like my intro to comedy. Like yeah. I used to watch, they used to play her specials on Bravo. Like, oh yeah. On a Constantly. Loop. It yeah, was, yeah. And my life on the D-list. So yeah, my first real intro to comedy was her, and and I feel like she kind of paved the way for a lot of queer comics. Absolutely. Well, it, she did something that also I feel like Margaret Cho did, which sure. is oh, included yeah. gay Cho. people in in her material, mm -hmm. and and knew that she had gay people coming to her audience, and and I wouldn't say pander, but recognize that they were there. Yeah. And that was the thing about like a Margaret Cho show, even like back. I mean. When I was just at a high school, the first time, the first like comedy show I saw in Atlanta mm -hmm. was at the Punchline, and I went by myself to go see Margaret Cho. Yeah, and it was the f it w so I hadn't even been in a gay bar. Yeah, so when she was like, "Where are my gays at?" and half the room screamed, I was like, "This this is the first time I've ever been around my people," you know, or whatever. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, gosh, that was such a long time ago, and yeah. she really like opened that door to where I feel like people were like inspired to get on stage yeah absolutely people. absolutely um and kathy's kind of had a weird trajectory in terms of like i mean i don't know if you've seen that documentary about um her experience after um holding that picture up of, oh no i haven't seen it it's I very interesting and i still think like I, I feel like that she sort of veered she when she started focusing on like fashion and and being on like the the uh, New Year's Eve, you yeah. know, like the bigger she became, the less D-less she was, the more she kind of strayed from comics, which sometimes happens, I think, yeah. with comics, not just, you know, queer or female comics, but like just comics in general, like the more famous they become, some are, there's like almost an out of touchness. Yeah. But there was a moment in the early 2000s where like literally everything she said, I would just like cry, cry, cry. Oh, yeah. Did you ever, do you remember, um, she has that bit about um, that uh, Barbara Streisand goes on Oprah 
and uh, she she she's in all white. She performs yes, in all yeah, white, yeah, yeah. and she she has a white microphone and a white microphone stand. Uh-huh. And at the very end of the episode, Oprah says, "Where did you find a white microphone and a white microphone stand in Chicago?" And Barbara goes, "Oh, I just took one of yours and painted it white." <laughs> and like the look on Oprah's face is like, "How dare you?" And yeah. then it's over. The episode's yeah. done. Yeah. And I think about that as a like kind of a benchmark of like a story joke yeah. like you can you can see something in television and turn it into a story you know 100%. and yeah absolutely so when i first started like kathy and probably i would say like paula poundstone yeah. and Margaret were like my yeah. it's weird that i didn't look at male comics as well you know we've had this conversation before but in terms of like a huge star that is a gay male comedian and i don't mean to like yeah. downplay any other great gay male comedians, yeah. but there hasn't been really one in the mainstream yet. And Absolutely. that's really unfortunate. But when you asked me about uh, queer comics that I love, like the names that come to mind are people that like are up and coming. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That Absolutely. aren't quite, you know, there's some the ones close. Yet. I yeah. feel like, like, well, I would say, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen Billy Eichner do stand up, but I feel mm-hmm. like he's pretty high up there. Sure. Yeah. I feel and like Joel Kim Booster at any moment. Joel Kim be... Booster is so good yeah it's absolutely. crazy yeah he came to zany's and like i was familiar with him but yeah. you know i'd only seen clips here and there on you know comedy central like the short clips and he did uh i want to say three shows and just every night it was like one of those shows you know somebody's good when the wait staff stops what they're doing <laughs> and is paying attention because they're so jaded yeah, that they kind of just are never really fully paying attention but Sometimes you see when there's somebody that's really strong, they just stop in the wait, uh, the wait stands and just start watching. And he's one of those guys that like everyone was kind of stopping to pay attention Absolutely. to. Absolutely. I was saying that because I was on a show last night and that being able to see the bar staff yeah. very well lit laughing at my jokes. So like I, the whole room can be laughing, but if yeah. I see the bar staff laughing, I'm like, okay, I'm doing so. Because they hear so much comedy. Well, specifically our bar staff, yeah. Tiffany's been there 12 years. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Kevin's been there as long as I've been there. And then Chantel's been there for like 25 years. So when you see them laughing, like it's a wrap. That's funny. But yeah, Joel Kim Booster is great. Um, Hayden Crystal is a really great queer comic. Absolutely. Um, I've been really enjoying watching them like grow. And and I've seen them since the first time they did stand up at the NBC diversity thing. Oh, yeah. Literally uh, was sleeping in her in their car in the parking lot, and I was like, "You can't sleep there." <laughs> and to this day, Hayden's like, "Remember when you kicked me out of your parking lot?" If I ever get famous, I'm gonna tell that story. That's so great. yeah, there's a lot of really great up and coming. Joel Kim, I I was at a flyover comedy festival yeah, in, in St. Louis, Louis yeah. like, like so before like the not 2019, and I got to feature for him, mm-hmm. and um, his. He did the, he did like 45 minutes and it was like he would do a joke mm-hmm. and then address a part of the audience that didn't laugh and go, why didn't you laugh at that one? Or, yeah. and, and he focused eventually just on one person. And um, I asked him afterwards, I was like, is that like a device? Because like he, when you watch a comic multiple times, especially because I've seen I've like worked with him a couple times. Uh, and he was like, no, I'm just, I just want to know. He's like, I want everyone in the room to laugh. So I picked the one person. Yeah. He did. And it's literally like, it's almost like he's getting instant feedback about what to change. And it's like, if, so he would do a joke and then the person would like, he would be like, oh, you still didn't laugh at that one. Well, what, what if I said this instead? And he would do the alternate version. Yeah. And I thought it was brilliant because like the whole room ate it up because it's all super comedy fans. So anytime you do anything that's sort of like, I guess, inside baseball, yeah. or whatever that term is, they love it. And then he also was like, 
literally editing his yeah. jokes in a headlining set. I love that. Another one of my favorites who I hadn't seen live until, gosh, I, my sense of time is so off now because of the pandemic, but it was, <laughs> I want to say 2018 or 2019, I was in New York and I brought my parents to a show at the Comedy Cellar because, yeah. I mean, that's where you're going to see the best of the best. Absolutely. And I saw Jessica Curson. Oh, wow. And yeah. I, I mean, it, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my entire life. Yeah. I mean, she is such a force and it was like it didn't matter who was going up next or who went up before male <laughs> straight white yeah it doesn't matter like she like buried everybody <laughs> and i just like she's kind of gotten a lot of steam this past year she started yeah. a podcast and you know she bounces around to other like big new york comics podcasts but like the fact that she's not a name that everybody knows is just like outrageous to me yeah she had a comedy central spe special right? yeah yeah, yeah. she and had was... one last year and it did really well yeah. she's definitely like gotten a much bigger fan base since then but like she's one of those people where i'm like that's like a top 10 top five person like, absolutely and she and like it's just her facial expressions half the time i'm like how is like something so simple <laughs> the funniest thing i've ever seen so <sighs> i've become such a huge fan of hers for yeah sure. that's great i love i love mugging in comedy like yeah. the, the reactions yeah the, so the joke is one thing but then the the extra stuff you put on it to, to sell oh, it yeah. is my and, and and weirdly doing zoom shows over the mm -hmm. last year has made me a little bit more bold in that you know what interesting I mean? yeah like because you really i mean in a you're just in a little square right and you have no reaction from anybody so mm -hmm. it's funny that i keep saying that like i spent my whole life um uh, doing like the Tonight Show in the mirror to myself as a child because yeah. I didn't have any friends. And then so when the pandemic came along, I was like, I'm prepared for this. Yeah, I'm yeah. I've been training for this my whole life. <laughs> right. Okay, so we do like a hard shift in this podcast because okay. that's just how we do it. Straight that's culture fine. is all about like, what? Pow, pow, pow. You yeah. know, flavor blasted. Now we're going to go over a few. Um, um, you're, you are now, well, you are not straight, so you're bisexual. So as tap into your straight side okay. and you are a, you're representing all straight culture and okay. whatever you say goes Ugh. and there are no wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the term straight culture. I'm like, oh God. I know, right? Yikes. Um, okay. So tell me, like, when I say, uh, what's the straightest brand of clothing? You imagine? The first thing that came to my head was Ed Hardy. Do you remember Ed Hardy? Yes. <laughs> Is that straight, though? It I was, feel like okay, it. Okay, good. I like, it was so ugly. Yeah. I remember I had an, a gay friend in high school, as all my friends were, and I had two gay friends, and we were at Brandon's house, right? And he had this crazy mom. I think her name was Trish. And she was wearing all this Ed Hardy. And Jonathan set me up because he knew I hated it. And was like, oh, don't you love um, Trisha's Ed Hardy? And Brandon, her son, just goes, Lucy hates Ed Hardy. And it was like the most awkward, uh, awkward moment for me. Having That's to be funny. like, yeah, I hate your whole outfit, ma'am. I always wondered if the, the the teacher that taught Ed Hardy cursive, like, regretted it. You know what I mean? Oh, she gosh. saw the shirt. She yeah. was like, I should have just not done it. Okay, um... The what is the straightest sport football? of all the, football? Okay, I, I like guess. it. Even though they have shoulder pads. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and they are like tackling each other, so maybe I'm just it's rapid fire. Yeah. So, um, why do straight men draw dicks on everything? Out of insecurity. <laughs> but a you never see a woman drawing a vagina on anything. I've That's never, true. So is well, it, vaginas are. You know, harder to draw. Harder to draw <laughs> and less pleasing, I think, on the eyes. 
Um, okay, why do men pee in, why do straight men pee in Gatorade bottles? Laziness? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay. Laziness. I've never understood that one. Um, I had a gay friend who would actually always pee in, <laughs> always pee in bottles during movies because he didn't want to miss anything. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So now I'm just gonna name an item, and we're okay. gonna straight or gay, straight or okay. gay, and possibly buy too. Okay. Okay. French toast. Gay. Okay. Uh, avocado toast. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, cowboy boots. Straight. Okay. Scrunchy boots. What is a scrunchy boot? Like a boot, uh, like a boot that's like a soft, soft leather that. Gay. It like, okay. <laughs> the way you're describing it for sure is gay. They're, they're also called Sebago, so okay. yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, a Shep. From uh, Southern Charm. Straight. Okay, Craig from Southern Gay. Charm. Right? His pillows. Um, poodles. Gay. <laughs> French Bulldogs. Gay. High Ponies. Gay. Mountain Climbing. Straight. Social Climbing. Gay. <laughs> You're so good at this. Curtains. Gay. Drapes. Gay. Blinds. Straight. See? Um, crepes. Gay. Silver Dollar Pancake. <laughs> Straight? Serval dollar pancake nipples. Gay. <laughs> Alright, I have to scroll down. Give me a moment. Um, biscuits. Straight. Beignets. Gay. Paintball. Straight. Ugh. <laughs> Laser tag. Gay. Football. Straight. We already well, you said it was gay earlier. Oh, I did okay. say it was gay. Flag football. Um, straight. Um fast. Pitch softball. Gay. <laughs> um, uh, roller skating. Gay. Roller blading. Straight. Needlepoint. Gay. Bucket hats. <laughs> Those are the like the one. Okay, straight. <laughs> um, <laughs> tiny top hats. Gay. Lemonade. Gay. Mike's hard lemonade. Gay. Um, buffets. Straight. Tableside walk. <laughs> gay. <laughs> I love this game. Okay. So this is, this is, oh, um, you go to a straight barbecue. You're at a straight barbecue, okay. surrounded by your straights. So okay. Everybody's straight. Not a single gay person there. Ugh. Not even the, um, caterer. Okay. okay. What food are they serving? What's at the, a barbecue? Yeah. Like, instead of hot dogs, they decide to do sausages. I feel like that's, like, such like a... Brats. Like, brats. We're doing brats. Beer brats. <laughs> with, like, the cheese that's, like, stuffed inside. <laughs> and, like, uh, like uh, Tostito scoops. But, like, uh, like they haven't even taken the salsa out of the, um, the can. <laughs> and so you have to, like, do it yourself with the scoops. Um, and a lot of soda. <laughs> a lot of, like, sugary soda. I love it. Okay, um... You are at a wet. I know you're getting married soon. Yes, I am. Okay, so this is not your wedding, not okay. your wedding, but you're at a wedding. Okay. It's like a friend of your mom's. Ugh. You don't even know why you're there, honestly. You're like, <laughs> why am I here? Why was I invited to this? You're in a barn. Okay, it's really nicely decorated. You're drinking uh, your drink out of a mason jar that you mm -hmm. get to keep because it has um, uh, um, uh, Kathy and Tim's big day kind of written on it in some kind of uh, glitter marker. Okay. Okay. The mother or the father daughter dance is about to start. What song do they dance to? Daughters by John Mayer. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good answer. I get a lot it's of blo- very cliche, yeah. and it's actually kind of a creepy song. It is. They're always creepy. I get a lot of butterfly kisses. That's the one I always imagine. Butterfly kisses. Is Do you that know a song? That, you don't know that song? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Well, consider yourself lucky. Okay. <laughs> what is your What is your dance going to be? Do you have Do you have Yeah. A I, it's so it's like a, it's called Extraordinary Magic by Ren, Ben Rector. Okay. It's not like a super well known song, yeah. but. It's like it's very sweet. Are y'all uh, are y'all doing your own vows? Or are you doing traditional? Traditional. Traditional. Oh, are I you... was like, Aaron. Aaron was like, we do not. We're not that couple. We okay. don't do our own vows. Okay. Um, are you gonna have the if anybody objects moment? Or are you not gonna do that? You know, it hasn't even come up. Do pe- I don't think I've ever actually seen that in a wedding. No. But it's I don't, such a constant yeah. in movies. Oh, absolutely. That like I kind of want to throw it in there. Yeah. Like a comedian's officiating our <laughs> wedding, so I feel like he would like make that funny. Um, are you marching down? Are you going down the aisle to the processional? Or you a song, a specific song? Um, I was recently asked that question, and I didn't even know that people had a choice. Oh God! Um, so were I, you asked that by a woman or a man? I was asked that by a woman. Okay. Was I she, was asked that was by like, my future oh my, sister-in-law. Was she was she upset that you hadn't decided or? No, she was like, I was. That was something I was very particular about, and I was just like, I really don't think I've ever noticed anybody going. <laughs> and then Aaron reminded me, um, a local comedian, we were. At at his wedding and um his wife went down the aisle to love story by taylor swift oh wow which is yeah. very fun to me i'm yeah. a huge swifty yeah there you go. but i think i'm just gonna do the classic whatever you know? i swear i went to the maybe not the last wedding but the within the last three weddings the i forget what the bride walked down the aisle to but i feel like it was like a john Mayer song yeah. and then the, the groom walked down the aisle to wagon wheel Oh, and, I hate that. And the Darius Rucker version. Oh, that. that is that should he should have been arrested as he walked down the aisle. The cops are there. They're like, you can't. I remember the Darius Rucker version. Came oh, leaned over me. She's like, let's go. And That's I was like, we have to horrible. wait till it's over. Yeah, no. Um. So at in our family, my dad has a cousin who plays the harp, and I put my foot down. I didn't want the harp there. <laughs> So I was like, I don't want the harp. You know, I'm not a huge harp fan. Um, what are you doing? Full cake or cupcakes? Full cake. Thank God. Strawberry chocolate. Nice. It's really good. Are you gonna have a groom's cake too? Um, no, I don't really know what that is. Groom's Everybody cake keeps is asking me weird. wedding know, questions, right? and I, I have no it. idea. I didn't. We eloped, so yeah. Like, because I didn't want like his like half my family is like not okay with us being. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm why not would gonna, you waste your yeah. time on those people? I mean, unless you want to fist fight as part of the wedding, which we well, did think about. Well, they don't deserve to be at yeah, your wedding. Absolutely. If somebody doesn't support your marriage, they should not be at your wedding. But a I'm, groom's cake is just like a, another smaller cake that's usually like. You know, it's like it it's it looks like cigars or oh, it looks like a, a that talk a, about straight culture. Yeah, like a bottle <laughs> like, of Jack Daniels. No. no, we're just doing the one cake. It's very classy. It's it's very pretty. Nice. Um and I didn't think I would want strawberry involved in my cake at all, but I took one bite of the testing when we were testing them yeah. and I was like, This is it. See, so. I want to plan a wedding just to like taste cakes. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> That's just... the best part by far. Have you ever seen the movie Muriel's Wedding? So instead of trying Not on dresses. Not in so long. Yeah. So instead of trying on dresses, I'm just gonna go and be like my husband Tim Sims and just taste cakes. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I mean, you should. Okay. Um one final message for all the straights sure. out there. What what would you like to tell straight people? To do Stop a little bit with the cargo shorts and pants. Yeah, and right. It's just get rid of them, burn them. <laughs> we don't want to see them. Oh, and this new cart heart thing. I know that John Christ has like been posting on his Instagram. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't get it. I hate the argument against wearing it if you're not like a a worker. I just. 
Oh, those are working class people's clothes. Yeah, I'm. I just Jeez. I don't understand it, and it's total straight culture to a, love... to a T. And this brand is for the working class. <laughs> It's, like, don't it's you not all... even cool anyway. Yeah, don't you Why don't we have... all not wear it? Don't you all have Lee jeans and Wranglers already? Right. Well, how many straight products do you need? Exactly. Go shop at JCPenney. Go okay, <laughs> just go back to JCPenney. Keep them in business. <laughs> I think they're gone. They've gone? gone bankrupt. Oh, God, I'm going to have to find a new store. Oh, go back to Kohl's. With hey, your Kohl's, Kohl's is great. You, you're a Kohl's cash girl? I'm or? a Kohl's cash. No, I'm a Max and Eastag. Oh, are you? Okay. Foremost. Yeah, me for uh, like, like a home, home good. Home like, good. I, love a, I love a shopping center with a home goods. Marshalls and a TJ Maxx all next to each other because I know I'm going to spend a hundred dollars on a bunch of shit I don't need. Exactly. (laughs) The Chotskis at the front. You're like, I guess I do need this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, based on my calculations, you are still bisexual. You didn't. You didn't move into another another phase of 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 uh, sexuality. So that's perfect. Great for you. Uh, One more time for Lucy. you're not. Do you want people to follow you on social media? Sure. I don't think you do. Okay. okay. I don't care. Throw I mean, out, throw just out your don't, don't DM me. Don't <laughs> message me. You can like my stuff, but like for I have so many people. I mean, you're. If I know you, obviously yeah. it's one thing, but uh, yeah, it's uh, at Lucy Sinsheimer, my last name S I N S H E I M E R. Um, it's that pretty much everywhere. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Well, Lucy, thank you so much. This has yeah. been Straight People. Um, if you like our podcast, go and give it a five-star rating and write a review for it on Apple Podcasts. I don't know why that's so important, but it is. So I'm begging like I do it at the end of every episode. Uh, keep it classy um, or keep it assy. I don't know what to say. But um, that's my, my name is Ian, and that's been it. I'm going to take a nap now. Okay, bye. Bye.